Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. Our topic today is long life with aloe. Uh, the idea of living to 100 years of age, well, the aloe vera research matches up with that and matches up with what successful agers hold in common into their 80s, 90s, and even 100. And uh, joining us today is a regular contributor to the show, Karen Masterson-Cook. And Karen is a clinical nutritionist for more than 40 years, a health educator, the author of a number of influential books on health, including uh, Beyond Gluten Intolerance. And Karen is the founder of Aloe Life International, uh, founded in 1991. And Aloe Life uh, produces, in my opinion, the best aloe products. There are now 17. And uh, I actually use them. That's why I can make that comment. I use them very successfully. The aloe gold I like very much, and also the skin gel. And uh, uh, Karen, uh, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Well, thank you so much once again, Josh and listeners. It's great to be with you talking about health, and there hasn't been a more important time in our history, as you've been starting to uh, share, about choosing health every day, because uh, this is a dismal report coming out of the CDC, where they show that life expectancy for the first time uh, is going down in the United States. And you know, I just thought I wanted to weigh in before you asked me a question about how important aloe is for long life, and it is, friends. When you have a quality product, there is nothing like a quality product like aloe life to really help you get back on track, kind of a shortcut. But this uh, report from the uh, Center of Disease Control, CDC, um, definitely is, a, is an alarm, and we need to take heed in our country, and it gives us the opportunity to talk about health. Because what they're saying, of course, that it's on the heels of the COVID-19 virus. The trends, I want you to know, we've been having the flu viruses for a long time. And these COVID viruses, it's not the first flu virus. This one was just engineered to be more, more potent, stronger. Yet what they do come out and say on this report, I mean, you lose two years. Okay, in a way, it's still shameful that the, the average life expectancy of, that they view Americans is only 80 years old, but now we're back to 78 years of age. But what in the little print, what I want to share with you, friends, is they talk about two of the conditions that are out of control, spiking, and you have the controls, and that's diabetes and liver disease. And we're seeing younger and younger people being diagnosed with lazy liver, cirrhosis of the liver that's non-alcoholic. It's really crazy, horrible. And, we, and I have so many guidelines that I've been dealing with uh, clinical diabetes and non-diagnosed diabetes and definitely these new conditions that the obesity uh, epidemic has been spiking, you know, and causing over 60 diseases. We're now seeing an autoimmune. So then when you start hearing the science today of why a therapeutic aloe really helps all Americans, adults and children, get back on track in record speed, I think you're going to get excited. Yes, yes. Our, our guest is uh, Karen Masterson-Cook, and Karen is the author of Beyond Gluten Intolerance and is the founder of Aloe Life International, producing, in my opinion, really possibly the best of the aloe products uh, we use in the United States. I use them, and that's why I make that statement. Now, Karen, uh, many people listening to the broadcast understand that aloe vera is excellent for skin. They know it's good for digestion. How is it that you can relate aloe to living a long and healthy life? Well, it's such a good question. I mean, how could we jump from digestion? And some people are still going, oh, you can drink it. But most people in the 21st century now know that aloe is the number one choice for digestion because it's actually when it has all of the properties, the over 100 prints from the plant itself and the quality plants, there's over 300 species, but the quality plants that have immunity factor, it truly does help to not only even out 
balance autoimmune with these these actives called sterols. Yes, sterols. And this is science, friend. I didn't know this when we, I first stumbled into it. Working in AIDS and cancer is what got my attention uh, with the aloe vera plant. But the alabarbidendus, or arborenthus, but the alabarbidendus has the largest leaves, and it's full of these amazing phytonutrients that not only help with skin, as we just did a show, which was so important for skin, because all the skin conditions are up with people not eating properly, and now with the economy, but it's back on track. Eat your carrots, eat your fish, eat your, you know, turkey, and your lentils, you know, so it's a combination of the Mediterranean diet with the stimulus of aloe to get the digestion going, and it does when you have a good product like Aloe Life. But immunity is what got my my first attention because working in AIDS back in the 80s, they were talking about it being so helpful, and I didn't believe it. I know you've heard my story before, Josh, but sure enough, the, the research that was coming out, first of all, on leukemia in cats is what my first uh, you know alert came and that was the cats that had leukemia, very common in people, but also in cats. If they were, when they were given aloe, they actually went into remission. Many of the cats, and they all lived longer. Where the controls all died actually in pretty, you know, fast uh, speed. It's it's a terrible blood dis- cancer disease, and so people are seeing those numbers along with all the cancer numbers going up, up, up. So that got my attention, and then it was history from there. We did a study in our clinic uh, in San Diego, and boy, did all our patients make me a believer because their lab work was improving, their energy came up, and that's a litmus in um, anything that really works. And I know that that was, you know, just the beginning, and that was 33 years ago, friends. Wow. Our guest is Karen Masterson-Cook, and Karen Masterson is the founder of Aloe Life. Produces the best aloe products. They're now 17 uh, since 1991. So, Karen, you just mentioned these important studies as far as aloe and problems such as cancer and AIDS. And so this kind of made you realize the incredible value of aloe vera. So my question for you is, People might know about Aloe Life. It's really sold throughout the United States in wellness stores and pharmacies throughout the United States. But what are the differences in Aloe products on the market today? What are we looking for? Well, that's really the the million-dollar question. What's the difference? So now that you know that there's value, there is value. In fact, it's the most popular herb and superfood in 40 uh, countries that were pulled not too long ago, just a couple of years ago, with ginger only coming in second, and then some of the greens in some of these countries called pulses, kind of like watercress, is really valuable. And it happens to be in the aloe life greens, too. It's very, very popular in other countries, and it has been selling in the number one spot in 2009 and number six right now in the top superfoods and herbal. Uh, products and and greens and uh, you know with people really needing to understand their immune system recently lung support from elderberry that's up there as well but again aloe is big but there's a big difference in aloe products and that's important I have met hundreds of people that thought they were drinking aloe and what they were drinking was water so there's a lot of adulteration prints going on in aloe and aloe life tests out highest in the phytonutrients that's the sterols, the phytosterols that help to even out autoimmune, so essential. And when we did our actual clinical study with our patients, stimulates bone marrow to make T cells, which is all about the immune system, friends. So there's a big, big difference in how much nutrition, there's a lot of nutrition in aloe, but also these phytonutrients that really help to, along with the, the trace minerals that really help the pancreas start getting you know, busy and making more insulin. Any people have to just lower their insulin levels and their other diabetic medication. But more than that, friends, the energy comes up. So you get energy's a litmus on what you're doing correct. And people are so fatigued, they're just over-caffeinated. And younger and younger people are dying of heart disease and uh, lungs that give out uh, differently through lack of circulation. Uh, diabetes is not just a a, a disease to take medication and then I'm okay. No, it impacts the entire body because it reduces the ability for the body to create energy on its own. 
So everything goes down. And when you hear the markers about long life, you're going to go, oh, my goodness, that's really important. Yes, yes. Our guest is Karen Messerson-Cook, the founder of Allo Life International in 1991, really, uh, quite frankly, the uh, most important and the best of the Allo products uh, uh, sold in the United States. Now, Karen, I know having, you know, this is my favorite subject, wellness. I've tried lots of different aloe products, and some of them really do literally taste like water, and they actually uh, advertise that, oh, ours tastes like water. But I noticed that the aloe life, it has a real, it tastes like aloe, and I find it works way better. So what is it that you do to the aloe life that the other companies don't do? What are we looking for? Well, basically, people are in a hurry. They don't want to be taking cups and cups of aloe if they don't have to. They don't particularly like the taste. So aloe life, what they do very novice is we use the most potent aloe, the aloe uh, species, aloe arborensis with a B. <laughs> the arborensis is a smaller plant seen more in the Asian countries, Japan and Korea, and a lot of the studies coming out of those countries use the arborensis or they also cross-reference the barbadendus with the bee. But they're just different species. Uh, I like the barbadendus. That's what the company Allolix has been harvesting for 30, over 30 years. And the big difference is the actives are in there. And it's the polysaccharides that have to be in a certain chain. High heat destroys it. And with so many companies wanting to get on the bandwagon over these 30 years, they've been overheating the product and they lose the human immunity. So yes, they might be helping a little bit on your digestion. So a little bit of aloe does a little bit to help you get out of heartburn perhaps, which is wonderful for that. Uh, so you can start digesting your food. But when you have a strong product, you're going to have everything the plant intended. It is the most important first aid plant, the king of herbal bitters. And you will see why it also has been classed as the miracle plant over the thousands of years of all the herbals that go back thousands of years, friends, of use even into Egypt and Greece. And they're kept in museums now, these herbal books, and they're so interesting. But again, aloe life matches up with all of the different um, wonderful attributes of aloe, enhanced immunity. I've seen tumor reduction over and over again. I've seen calming down of the immune system. What's the difference? You take more. If you want to supercharge your immune system like we did with our study uh, in clinic where I saw a lung tumor resolve in two weeks with extra vitamin C as well as extra vitamin A in a therapeutic dose. It's in my little book. Um, you've got to use a product that has this immunity in the 80,000 to 100,000 polysaccharide chains, not the 2 million. And not the 50,000 or 36,000, but in that 80,000 to, I would say, 400,000. That's what the research matches up with, okay? So you've got to have a product that it really works, not only with helping with wounds, with all the infection fighters and the anti-inflammatories. I mean, the skin gel, which we highlighted last uh, show that we did together. That was so fun. Uh, but also detoxification of the liver. And when we look at what has kept people living long, healthy lives into their 70s, 80s, 90s, and 100, the centenarians, their blood work, and also the risks that they made for themselves, the goal setting, you're going to see why aloe matches up with long life. Yes, yes. Our guest is Karen Masterson-Cook, a clinical nutritionist with more than 40 years of experience and the uh, founder of Aloe Life International who really produces an excellent and very possibly the best of the aloe vera products available in the United States. I, I say that I use them, actually. The aloe gold is very successful. I mean, a lot of people realize how good it works for, for digestion, for cleansing, helping the liver, and also the skin gel for skin because I uh, have skin issues, and, uh, you know, I'm conscious of that. And the skin gel works remarkably well, and I want to go on record saying that I, I enjoy that very much. It's used for me, has been successful and quick too I want to mention it for me it's it's been very quick now Karen the uh, the aloe life aloe vera where can we purchase that in the United States so so listeners know I mean can we go into local natural food stores into pharmacies who's carrying that right now such a good question where do I get my hands on it well actually over 2500 wonderful stores of both uh, brick and mortar as we refer to them like uh, sprouts they've had three different name changes over the years but the sprouts across the country, Vitamin Cottage, Natural Grocers, Mothers, uh, Clark's, 
uh, so many great health food stores in California, but across the United States and online, too. I mean, if you don't want to go out in this heat or the weather, you know, it's wonderful. We have great partners on Amazon and other platforms. So just Google. Don't settle for less. Get the best because then you will get, we're the only company that's done a wound study, but why that feeds into long life is uh, skin cancer is at an all-time high because people just, it's not just overexposure. It's because they're eating the wrong foods. They're not getting the vitamin A in the levels for lining cells for their gut, but also on the outside too. And that's what we find. It just really takes um, the stimulus of a an herb like aloe life to not just you want to be uh, responsible and get anything removed because there's so much skin cancer going on, and some of them just look like a little skin issue that's not even black. So make sure you get it checked out. But we've had people have these uh, skin cancers grow back, and then they can go internally, friends. So, again, what we're talking about is a shortcut back to health, and when you drink it, it stimulates immunity uh, to get active, especially when you're taking vitamin C, vitamin E, which are so essential, it shows that they kick up their actual um, uh, digestion and absorption 200% and 300%. You cannot have a healthy immune system without vitamin E. And when you get that extra piggyback effect from a quality aloe like aloe life, you are just feeling on top of the world. Give it 45 to 90 days. And when we come back to the next question, you're going to see how this matches up. Oh, the blood sugar, too. Let's just say real quick, two very large studies that were done on blood sugar were, were done in Korea as well as India. I always say East India for, for us Americans. They go, why do you say East India? India. And because they have thousands of people that can be in these studies, which are just, they're so willing to take some aloe. And there were over 3,000 diabetics that were in, and people living with heart disease in this one study that's in this nice handout called Optimum Health, which could be years too, and you can read it for yourself. But they found that just within two months, their blood sugar came down to almost normal, which is supposed to be 200 on the glucose. Their triglycerides, which are sugar fats, which really is a marker for heart disease, also came down remarkably well. And cholesterol, the negative cholesterol, which so involved one out of two and a half people, I don't know how they get those kind of figures, have heart disease, friends, and younger and younger people are having sudden death. It's really shameful in their 40s and 50s. But the LDL, that low-density lipid, is the, the trigger for inflammation in the uh, arteries. And because we can get these sterols functioning and give you some education to stop eating sugar, <laughs> okay? Who doesn't know sugar is not a healthy food? And cow's milk, okay, and whole grains. So when you get my book, you're going to understand that we were wrong. All of us nutritionists, I've been talking health for over 40 years in clinics, and now with Hallow Life, we were wrong about that. So say quinoa. <laughs> Can you say quinoa with a Q? Much better than oatmeal or any of your oat bran and uh, and whole wheat cereals getting into winter. you got to know the truth, friends, and the truth is, Aloe Life is an amazing, amazing product that will really get you back into health and feeling good, looking good. And that's the good news. Karen, I have a question for you. Uh, our guest is Karen Masterson-Cook, who's the founder of uh, Aloe Life, uh, known for their quality aloe vera products. Now, Karen, if someone is to use the aloe gold, the liquid, say just they're using it in general, maybe they have problems with gas or bloating or, you know, they have, they have some gut issues, how much do I need to you? What do you recommend, and how do I take it? Well, that's the beautiful thing, is that it's very economical. You can take capsules to get started on your digestion. Capsules, that means one quart will last you two months, so very economical. But if you have many other issues, say you've been battling with, say, cancer or with diabetes or with lung issues, uh, and a whole lot more. You know, there's over 160 autoimmunes now. And, you know, so whatever it is, you might need two ounces. But with immunity, I'm so glad you asked, more is better. And that's what we're talking about. You know, this with toxicity amount amongst us, we do have a toxic country and world uh, from, you know, over 90,000 chemicals that are listed in California in Prop 65. 
but many of them, even chlorine, biphenols, um, you know, that are side chemicals that chlorine, you know, actually causes, is cancer causing. So we have a lot. So you might just, you know, get back on track saying three to four ounces. That's what we found really helped to stimulate immunity and then go back to a maintenance amount. Just, you know, don't stop. It's the best daily supplement there ever was with all the different minerals, vitamins, amino acids, and trace minerals that turn on the pancreas to really stimulate more insulin. What's the worst thing? You might have to adjust your medicine, you and your doctor, and we have that all the time. Could it be this aloe that's lowering my blood sugar? You know, I'm taking your orange papaya or the cherry berry. They're all therapeutic, so if you want a product that tastes better, the flavors or our tablets are absolutely phenomenal and fantastic. Read the reviews, Aloe Life for a shortcut back to health, along with diet. Hey, there's no free pass here. And you'll see that when we get into what what the healthy centenarians, people who live to be 100, what they found was true for them. Karen, I do have a question. When people use the aloe gold and they're using, say, one to four ounces a day, depending on how they see they need it, do is it important to keep the aloe gold in the refrigerator when not in use? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Absolutely, it is a food. If you're taking an aloe now and it doesn't have to be refrigerated, it's not worth taking. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many products that are misbranded. You know, it's really, you know, a shame. We are members of the World Organization, the International Aloe Science Council, and big articles have gone out on adulteration with aloe and a lot of lawsuits because they're buying products from the big box stores and even some of the health food stores carry some devitalized aloe products and they're not getting the results. So if you're not getting the results I'm talking about, and definitely, you know, taking some key core nutrients uh, like vitamin C and E and even B-complex to get your whole metabolism working again if you've gotten stuck in this glycation, another condition where the whole body stops, or gastroparesis, you can't even digest water. This is happening, friends. You can just take Aloe Life. We love hearing from you. You can give us an email or call or give a review online so you can help other people. So, yes, there's a big difference in Aloe products. But I'll tell you, when it comes to the centenarians, okay, 75% of it is environmental factors. This is the research shows is that it's really what you eat, okay? Who's telling you that? Your doctor's not telling you that. Maybe. Maybe if you have a good physician, they say you got to eat healthy foods, the Mediterranean diet. You know, people are starving themselves going vegetarian. I was one. I was really wasting away. Right. So you've got to make sure you get protein. That's what builds the immune system. And then you need these other core nutrients in larger amounts. But the aloe life helps to actually carry it in deeper in the cell and balance the glutathione in the liver. That's what they show, that people who live to be a long life actually have high glutathione reductase and catalase enzymes. Let me jump in here. Our guest has been Karen Masterson-Cook, a clinical nutritionist for more than 40 years of experience, educator, author of Beyond Gluten Intolerance, and the founder of Owl Life International, producing, in my opinion, the best owl products available in the United States. I'd like to thank Karen and Owl Life, and you can contact them at www.allolife.com or call them at 1-800-414-2563. That's 1-800-414-2563 for questions or to order in person. Also, you get great customer service with them and satisfaction is guaranteed. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Aloe Life Skin Gel and Herbs Concentrate, organically grown aloe vera, used by makeup artists working with Hollywood's most beautiful actors. Aloe Life Skin Gel looks great on your face and quickly soothes your skin, hands and feet, even blisters. Plus, Aloe Life Skin Gel and Herbs is Hollywood's secret. Available at natural food stores and pharmacies nationwide, online and at Sprouts, Clark's, Mother's and Whole Foods. Aloe Life Skin Gel and Skin Gel and Herbs, a great way to keep your skin healthy and beautiful inside and out. Aloe Life, America's premium aloe vera brand and loved by your skin. Hollywood Secret, now available nationwide, more beautiful skin, Aloe Life. Give them a call at 1-800-414-ALOE. That's 1-800-414-2563. The very best in aloe, Aloe Life. 
Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. My guest today is an influential thinker and writer and activist on wellness, on human rights issues, and her name is Mary Holland, and Mary Holland is the president of Children's Health Defense, and Mary Holland has assisted in ideas of making proper vaccine choice and safety uh, for many years now, has co-written and edited two books, one called The Vaccine Epidemic, or Vaccine Epidemic, and the second, HPV Vaccine on Trial. And uh, th th this work with vaccination is, seems to be, for the average person, quite controversial because people think, oh my goodness, why are you going after vaccination? It's just science. But really, I think it turns out to be much more commerce uh, than science. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's a very fair uh, criticism. And Mary Holland is a person who is in a leadership position on this very important issue of vaccine safety. Mary Holland, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, I appreciate having you on the show uh, because you represent important work. I mean, you're in a leadership position on these problems with vaccine safety. And also, if I can ask uh, your educational background, where did you receive your undergraduate and graduate degrees and where did you teach? So I received an undergraduate degree from Harvard University, and then I did graduate work in international affairs and also in law at Columbia University. I clerked for the Southern District of New York for a federal judge, um, and then I taught both at Columbia Law School and at NYU School of Law, and I left. Uh, NYU in 2019, just before the pandemic, and came to work full-time at Children's Health Defense. And I joined as general counsel, and then I became president as well as general counsel in 2021. And I'm thrilled to be here, and Children's Health Defense is, in my view, doing extremely important work. I completely agree. Our guest is uh, Mary S. Holland, and Mary S. Holland is the president of Children's Health Defense and has an excellent background in the study of the law from really excellent schools. And in my opinion, when I read various articles about vaccination, and I read a number of different sources, I always rely on Children's Health Defense to give me the best information and no invective. They're not making fun of one political party or the other. They're not doing jokes. You know, it's not comedy. It's just the science behind what the problem is with vaccination. Now, Mary, on a personal level, since you really were a human rights attorney, what was it that made you realize that vaccination, the vaccination program in the United States, that there are problems associated with the use of vaccines? That's right, Joshua. I um, come at this as a human rights lawyer, and I had been deeply involved in my first decade as a lawyer in human rights issues in the former Soviet Union. So as the Soviet Union broke up and I was at Columbia Law School, I started taking state and federal judges over to the former Soviet Union and bringing 
Russian judges and Lithuanian and Latvian and Georgian judges here to study the rule of law and to better understand what's really necessary for a free and rule of law based society. And then uh, in the late 1990s, I had a child, and my child started to developmentally regress. Um, and that was just so perplexing and so horrifying. I, of course, like any normal parent, thought, what could possibly be going on here? And through my research and my connections to people, and he was diagnosed with autism or diagnosed with pervasive developmental disorder, not otherwise specified, I came upon the vaccine hypothesis, and I certainly treated it as a hypothesis. This is back in 1999, but the more I dug, uh, Josh, the more it was the most plausible and the most credible explanation for what had happened to him. And so then, as a human rights lawyer, I thought, well, what can I do to overcome this horrific situation where essentially there's no information that's getting out, there's no liability for those who are culpable, what can I do? And so as a professor at NYU and at Columbia, I began researching this and writing about it. And then I started speaking out about it and I was often invited to testify in legislatures around the country when there was a question of repealing a religious exemption or expanding to have a philosophical exemption. As you mentioned, I was able to speak at the United Nations uh, at a conference many years ago about the whole issue of informed consent and about the whole issue of this essentially a technocratic kind of coup d'etat of governments around the world when it comes to vaccines. And I quoted in my remarks at the UN Eisenhower's farewell speech where he talked about this danger that a technocratic elite could take over public policy and, and dominate any discourse about science. And I think COVID has made very clear to us these dangers and COVID in a sense, and the response to COVID has really crystallized so many of the concerns that I have had for more than 20 years, but that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and others of us at Children's Health Defense have been working on for decades. The issue is now not just children. The issue is literally everybody on the planet being expected um, to fall in line and to take poorly tested products, dangerous products, where there's no liability. That's an incredible risk. And from a legal perspective, there's nothing else like this, or there's virtually nothing else like this. Our guest is Mary S. Holland. Mary S. Holland is the president of Children's Health Defense. Now, Mary, is this true that I think it was in 1986 a law was passed in which vaccine manufacturers and the physicians and healthcare providers who administer the vaccines have no legal liability. So if someone is injured by a vaccine that you cannot sue the Pfizer or Moderna or Johnson & Johnson, you know, you can't sue anybody and you can't sue your physician and that you've actually got to sue the U.S. government and go up against the U.S. attorneys. Now, as far as I know, that's the only consumer product in which you can't sue. If your Toyota, if the brakes fail in your Toyota, you sue Toyota. But if you're damaged by a vaccine, you can't sue anyone. So you're absolutely right that in 1986, Congress passed the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. And that act was supposed to do three things, provide no-fault compensation, make vaccines safer, and give limited liability protection to vaccine manufacturers and healthcare providers. In point of fact, it has definitely not made vaccines safer. The compensation program is absolutely broken, but it has completely ramped up the vaccine schedule and given virtually blanket liability protection. There is this vaccine injury compensation program where people have to file and there are really strict guidelines around it and there's many deep problems there. There are other products. So for instance, firearms, it's very, there are liability protections there. There are liability protections for nuclear power plants. 
But <laughs> vaccines are meant to be life-saving medical products given to healthy infants and toddlers. One would not imagine that the pharmaceutical companies have the same kinds of liability protection that firearms manufacturers or nuclear power plants have with their very risky profile. These are meant to be life-saving products given to healthy people. So in other words, the threshold of safety should be astronomically high for vaccines. And what we find is actually the converse, that the threshold is sad to say incredibly low for vaccines and much lower the safety threshold is much lower than it is for other drugs and again we've seen that very clearly in the whole covid context our guest is mary s holland uh, mary s holland is the president of children's health defense an organization which i strongly support because i read their articles uh, almost every day. Sometimes it's just so depressing, I hate to say it, I just really don't read it some days, I skip some days, but the articles always seem very fair, and you have people who are legitimate scientists, uh, scholars, attorneys, uh, working in the field of uh, wellness. Uh, Mary, you have written that you feel because of all the interlocking between the CDC and uh, the FDA and the vitamin manufacturers and Congress, all these things that are actually legal, unfortunately, in which, you know, there's, I'll use the word collusion, maybe that's the wrong term, in which there is, everyone kind of looks out for each other's interests, but not necessarily the interest of the public. So is it your idea that the way to really protect our rights is through the courts? Well, first, I just want to thank you for your shout out to our publication. So we have a free daily newsletter called The Defender, and people can go to our website, childrenshealthdefense.org, and sign up. And we do aspire to have just the news and to have everything be fact-checked and to have it hyperlinked to sources. We strive to be an absolutely nonpartisan, credible source of information. So as to your question, I don't think that the courts are the only avenue. Because this is so interlocking, we have to be working on many fronts. We have to be working in the media. We have to be doing advocacy. We have to be reaching out to our legislators. But I do believe, having clerked in a federal court right out of law school I, and having interviewed judges around the world, particularly in the former Soviet Union and the former Soviet bloc, I do believe that judges are in their job to try to do justice. Judges are very uncomfortable making decisions about science, but judges are very comfortable making decisions about competence. Is the CDC competent to impose a mask mandate in travel? And the federal district court judge in Florida said, no, that's outside of what the CDC can do. The CDC imposed a moratorium on rent during COVID. And that case went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said, no, they don't have the competence to do this. And I believe we're going to see more of these kinds of decisions coming from courts. There's a group of doctors now who are saying the CDC is essentially trying to take over the practice of medicine and telling doctors they can't prescribe certain medications that are effective against COVID. That's out of the CDC's lane. That's the practice of medicine. So I do believe that the courts are a very important instrument, but I also believe that the courts are staffed by human beings and they're very much a part of the overall culture. So shifting the public narrative, shifting the culture is an essential ingredient in yielding results in the court. Wow. Okay. So uh, our guest is Mary S. Holland, the president of Children's Health Defense, uh, an attorney who has been a professor on the uh, faculties of Columbia Law School and the New York University uh, School of Law, and has a great background uh, and understands the law, how it works in the United States. Mary, what are you working on now with Children's Health Defense that you really would like the listeners of Here's Your Health to know about? Well, we are working on many COVID-related issues that have longer roots. So, for instance, one of the things that's become so prominent during the last two and a half years is censorship. And so I'm working today on a case that we have before the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals where we allege that 
the U.S. government has obtained proxies through big tech companies like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to do its dirty work in violation of the First Amendment. They've called on these corporations to censor groups like ours that they allege are misinformation providers. This is simply un-American. And so we very strongly are working on this because, in fact, if information is censored uh, and you can't criticize your government, you can't criticize public policy, there is truly no end to the bad things that can happen. Censorship is the sign non of every dictatorship, of every tyranny. So we are fighting on that, even though that's not directly related to children's health. But we have another case that people should know about, which is a case against the Food and Drug Administration for authorizing the emergency use authorization COVID shots for young children and for children in general. The science simply does not justify that. Children are extremely low risk of COVID if they do get it. Oftentimes, they're completely asymptomatic. There have been virtually no deaths from COVID among children without extremely serious other comorbid conditions. And these vaccines carry very severe risks. One girl in particular in the clinical trials, Maddie Gary, a 12-year-old, developed paralysis, has to eat out of a feeding tube, has had all kinds of other medical issues. And the Pfizer people in the clinical trial called that a stomachache. It is, this is very serious. And we have many other, we have over 50 lawsuits related to COVID, but related to other things, related to issues of religious exemptions, medical exemptions, related to the Gardasil vaccine that Merck produced. We have many different um, related to masks, related to many of the issues that we've been dealing with so prominently in the last two and a half years. Our guest is Mary S. Holland, the president of Children's Health Defense. Mary, about Gardasil. Now, Gardasil uh, luckily, has been getting, there's been a lot of discussion about how unsuccessful that vaccine is and how unnecessary that vaccine is. Now, what is it that Children's Health Defense would like us to know about the Gardasil vaccine? Well, the Gardasil vaccine was rolled out and pushed on preteens and teens around the world over the last decade. And in point of fact, and it would started out being uh, alleged to prevent cervical cancer, although women get cervical cancer in their 50s, and it's only women, generally speaking, who haven't had cervical screening who get cervical cancer. So that was sort of a non-starter. You give a 10-year-old a shot and say they're not going to get cervical cancer. So there's no evidence that it prevents cervical cancer. The injuries that have been reported in deaths from Gardasil are absolutely real. And uh, the clinical trials, much like in COVID, were fatally flawed for Gardasil. They did, they, they rushed them through. Uh, They actually had signals that this was going to interfere with fertility. They had signals that if a woman happened to have um, antibodies to the viruses that can cause cervical cancer or if they actually had an active cervical infection, that in fact this vaccination would make their outcomes more likely to be bad and they might develop cancer. So everything about that rollout was also absolutely completely flawed and and fraudulent and children's health defense is working with a number of lawyers to sue Merck and a trial will occur in 2023 about the teens who've been injured by Gardasil those are cases that went through the vaccine injury compensation program they received no compensation and now the allegations are that they were deprived of informed consent they were um, fraud. There were fraudulent misrepresentations. There was a failure to warn them, and we've just obtained multi-district litigation status, meaning that all of these cases can be consolidated to a federal district court in North Carolina. This is very important in many respects. The Gardasil template is very similar to what we've seen in the last two and a half years. Uh, our guest is Mary S. Holland, the president of Children's Health Defense. Uh, Ms. Holland, do you think that this Gardasil case that you're going to bring will be really uh, groundbreaking? I certainly hope so, Josh. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's say that you prevail with the information that you present to the court and they decide, oh, my goodness, this uh, vaccine is unnecessary, uh, not properly tested, uh, and just, it's just dangerous. Now, what can potentially happen then? What happens then? 
Well, this is much more common in the drug area. Because of this extraordinary liability protection with vaccines, this hasn't happened. But this happens on a fairly routine basis with very toxic drugs, and there are lots of toxic drugs. And the toxic drug that occurred right before the Gardasil vaccine came out was called Vioxx. And what happened there is potentially what could happen in a similar situation, and that is that the company decides that the cards don't look good, and they actually voluntarily, quote-unquote, pull the product from the market, and they enter into a massive settlement agreement. A lot of different things could happen, Josh, but that's certainly one of the typical outcomes uh, for big pharmaceutical companies when it looks like they may actually suffer a serious uh, adverse consequence in the court. Our guest is Mary S. Holland, the president of Children's Health Defense. Now, Mary, as I remember, when Vioxx was taken off the market, manufactured by Pfizer, wasn't Pfizer fine? What were they fine? Was it $4 billion? It's Merck, actually, Josh. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it, uh, Gardasil was Merck. Oh, yeah, Gardasil. This has happened to Pfizer, too. Pfizer had the biggest uh, civil and criminal penalty ever. $2.3 billion was assessed by the Department of Justice. But Merck, too, paid millions of dollars in um, fines for their behavior with respect to Gardasil. And they set up a multi-billion dollar uh, settlement fund for those people who had been, who had died as a result of taking Vioxx with false and inadequate warnings. And again, with Vioxx, we see something that's very similar with the Gardasil, that there were signals in the clinical trials that were not adequately represented to the medical public and the journals and that were not communicated to patients. I am the co-author of a book, The HPV Vaccine on Trial, Seeking Justice for a Generation Betrayed. We published that in 2018. And I'm so happy to see that finally um, a case, multiple cases will go to court in 2023 because what has happened to teens around the world and adults, it's actually pushed also on adults up to their, up to age 50. It's simply, it's simply wrong. Um, the, the product simply doesn't do what it was touted to do, and, and it's very dangerous. Right, right. Our guest is Mary S. Holland, and Mary S. Holland is the president of Children's Health Defense, an organization that is doing very good work for health care uh, in the United States and around the world. And if I can say this, uh, Children's Health Defense kind of came out of the blue a couple of years ago because uh, I'm a wellness person, and they were not uh, well-known. But now, in my opinion, Children's Health Defense has achieved a leadership position in wellness, uh, which is actually very interesting, and in my opinion, has tremendously expanded the Americans' understanding, the average American's understanding of health care in the United States and how to take care of themselves. Mary, we have two minutes left. How can listeners of Here's to Your Health contact you at Children's Health Defense to find out more about your very important, and in my, my opinion, le- in leadership position work on health care. Well, thank you for your kind words. So our website is childrenshealthdefense.org, and we absolutely invite people to send questions and comments to chd at childrenshealthdefense.org. There's no apostrophe. There's, there's no grammar. And we have, as I mentioned, this daily newsletter. We have lots of advocacy tools for people, leaflets, uh, brochures, videos that people can send. We have social media things that people can access. And we also have Children's Health Defense TV. And we have 18 hours of programming a week. We have a morning show. We have some amazing shows with doctors and scientists. We have Roundup on Friday where we invite some of the leading thinkers and speakers and activists in this space. So we're really trying to get it to be at the forefront of of this movement to end the chronic health epidemics for children and to end the malfeasance um, of our regulators in this area. And, of course, kudos to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., our chair and founder at Children's Health Defense, I think he has been able to pull together, pull together truly an extraordinary team of people who are working tirelessly to turn things around. Yes. Our guest has been Mary S. Holland, 
Uh, Mary S. Holland is the president of Children's Health Defense, a really influential and careful organization I support and would urge the listeners of Here's to Your Health to support as well. And if you want information that is very carefully vetted on healthcare in general and all vaccines, not just the current COVID-19 vaccine, but the problems associated with vaccines in the United States, this is the place to go, Children's Health Defense. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. And most American diets are low in important omega-3 oils. Omega-3 oils are the vital components of fish that provide numerous health benefits. Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems supply concentrated amounts of these omega-3 oils that are needed to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each great-tasting Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gem Soft Gel contains 1,250 milligrams of fish oil from deep cold water fish. That supplies a full 800 milligrams of omega-3s, all in only one easy-to-swallow soft gel. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence, for they are tested for purity, potency, and freshness by an independent FDA-registered laboratory. Ask for Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems at your favorite natural food retailer today. Friends, take care of your skin using Alolite Juice and Skin Gel. My dry, troubled skin felt better right away. It's my number one choice for beautiful and healthy skin. Using Alolite, Alo Juice, Skin Gel, and Lotion starts soothing and renewing dry skin and oily skin on contact, easing irritations on cracking skin, too. Alolite Skin Gel is the best therapy without a prescription, feeling soft and smooth, balancing, feeling youthful. Use Aloe Life products, including skin gel, sold nationally at your favorite natural food store and pharmacy. Online, find a store near you at alolife.com or call Aloe Life 1-800-414-ALOE. That's 1-800-414-2563. Look and feel your best with Aloe Life. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me? Criminally insane. Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green and you're listening to The Insane Daryl Wayne and I said Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests, or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening.